That's episode 171 of The Platformers, a show mostly about games. I'm your host, Brian Barnett. I'm Joshua Mobley. I'm Matthew Adler. And this week, we're going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to talk about your first time playing Dark Souls. We're going to talk about the ID at Xbox Showcase. We're going to talk about the ending of Loop Hero and a couple of other things. I haven't beaten Loop Hero yet, but I don't care about spoilers. It's fine. I mean, I'm not necessarily going to... Sp- I mean, I can if we want. If we get to the end oh, and we want to talk about that. I but, didn't know uh, what you meant, like, I mean, I, just, like, final final thoughts. Oh, okay. On, like, my review. Because, like, not a lot has changed after... Because, uh, like, when we talked about it last time, I had only done the first three chapters, and I had not yet. Uh, I had basically just beaten Chapter 3 and hadn't really... I got washed by the beginning of Chapter 4, and then I had not yeah. really tried it again. Uh, and then... Literally the the next morning after we recorded, I fired it up and beat chapter four. All on the right, first so try. we're gonna yeah we're gonna do a loop hero update, I guess, because I've also been been playing. I am on the fourth uh, act now. Do you? I mean, do you um, want to do that now or should we wait? I mean, sure, unless I mean, I, there was we're, we're, something way more pressing. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Uh, Matt, Matt, have you uh, have you played any uh, any Loop Hero? I have. Um, I got it right when it came out and f- was like immediately enthralled with it. And uh, and as you know, I was also playing. Was I still? I was playing Dark Souls then. Yeah. So I was. Yeah. I was kind of split in time between that and playing Loop Hero when I was on the computer, um, enjoying it. And then um, I picked up Yakuza Seven, like a dragon. Uh, been playing that, and I haven't gone back to Loop Hero because I'm like so invested in that right now uh nice so yeah, don't i don't break I, the streak yeah i only got to chapter two and uh unlocked the rogue and kind of started okay. building out my camp and that's where i stopped um i hit a i hit a pretty big wall um in that second chapter for some reason i just couldn't yeah. get the rhythm like I, I went infinite on the first chapter after like you know after i beat the boss i didn't know that you like should go back to the camp because there's a story beat that kind of continues so i just kept going around and i think i went another 10 wow. loops and was like yo i i i'm what's the point i maxed out on resources i didn't realize that was the thing and i was like yeah oh you need to go back to like get to the next part of the story which i wish yeah. they would have like hinted at because i was like what's what's the point right now there is no point so um i i, I definitely me, felt like so i mastered that area but chapter that's two so is interesting because for for me uh i like barely squeaked by when i beat chapter one so like i wasn't doing any additional loops i was like i was like i'm getting the hell out of here yeah yeah now i can do that one like really easily two Mm -hmm. also like i can pretty much fill the map easily um but i i do i go back to those for farming because like yeah the amount of stuff you need later to like fill out your town which i haven't filled out yet totally and upgrade it all and stuff is like a lot so yeah it gets pretty grindy I haven't yeah. done too much of that. Um, so you can definitely beat the game without grinding. I think I still haven't beaten... Li- I, I still haven't constructed like four different types of buildings or something like that. Oh, I think I've I've constructed all, all of the types. I just need to get them upgraded and fill the map with like more, you know, mud huts and, and uh, houses and stuff so that I can equip more, you know, passives and things, but... Oh um, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I didn't do any yeah. of that. Uh, yeah, so it it has been funny, like just kind of poking around, 
like Reddit and uh, and Twitter and different places like that, and hearing people talk about the different classes. Do do you know, uh, Matt? Do you know what the third class is? Uh, it's like is it a necromancer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I so haven't I haven't unlocked. So that's him, my main. Yeah, that's my main class. That's as tight. soon as I got that, I never played anything else. For oh, the rest I of the game. I initially hated the rogue, and now the rogue is my favorite. Yeah, getting the rogue to two hundred uh, attack speed or two hundred percent attack speed is like amazing. Yeah, uh, because the animation, the attack animation, just never ends. So the rogue is just like stuck like that because it's going so fast oh my god and if you combine that with like damaged all oh my goodness it's yeah that's great it's amazing i need to go back and try that i literally haven't played the game since i beat it yeah Uh, because i probably won't play it after i beat it honestly there's so much other stuff that i'm that i'm getting into but uh but um so so josh you know what chapter four is yeah so I, I've done it a couple. T- so I've beat the first boss or. So here, so here's, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. If you absolutely don't want to know anything about chapter four of loop hero, which has a little bit of a different structure than the rest of the chapters, then probably bounce now for like maybe five minutes, something like that. Uh, yeah. Matt, are you, are you going to, no, I'm, I'm totally kidding. I'm not okay. that enthralled with the story. <laughs> okay. I mean, so, it's 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 not like an amazing story. It's just kind of like it's there. I really to, like the end. Okay, yeah. I would just say it's I, like it's there to facilitate like mm-hmm. what's yeah, happening yeah. in the game, sort of. But it's, uh, yeah, as as a fan of like quantum physics and stuff, I'm a I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm, I didn't say that I wasn't a fan of it. I just am like, yeah, it's not like narrative of the year or anything like mm-hmm. it's not it's not like the last of us part two where it's trying to tell this intensely personal story or even it's hades a, it, it, it's a, it does yeah, such a good job with that genre yeah it's a, it's an interesting premise and i really like what it does and i really like what the ending does but what the final chapter does is the second that you load up chapter four you'll notice there are there are notches on the boss meter and so what no, get to the point. I have a I have oh, okay. a thing to say about that. Okay. Uh, so what that means is is that you fight every boss in the game. Oh in chapter no! Four. Yeah. So boss rush. The, a quarter a quarter of the way through the bar, you fight the lich. At the the second, you know, halfway through, you fight the boss from chapter two. Chapter three boss is three quarters, and at the end, you fight the actual final boss which is a real trip oh god like a real trip like very very cool uh i like it a lot i is it just really like a, really like it is it just like a voltron version of all the bosses <laughs> put together you're like the final one yeah mm. i'm kidding but no, that'd be no, wild. no, no. It, <laughs> it's it's such a cooler idea than that like whoa this is it's i so the end of the game is kind of like a story dump like you don't get a lot and as the game goes on actually you get more and more so like at the end of chapter one you basically don't get much Mm -mm. in way of story at the end of chapter two you get a bit more at the end of chapter three you get a bit more and at the end of chapter four you get like a lot and you actually like fully know what's happening and why it's happening and all that sort of stuff and it it goes places interesting uh it's huh. really really interesting so i'm a i'm a huge fan of the ending like i was a, a huge huge fan of it when i had 
just beaten the first three chapters, I'm even more of a fan of it now, even though I'm not still playing it. Yeah. Um, and it took me about 18 hours to beat the whole thing. Um, so if you, if you know if you're looking for that, I know Janet hit me up on Twitter uh, when I said that I beat it because apparently there's like there like at the time wasn't a lot of information on like how long it actually took. Um, but yeah, it's it's freaking fantastic. Like it it does the thing that I think a lot of JRPGs try to do when they go like cosmic mm. in some of their endings. Like uh, I think uh, a good example of this would be like Final Fantasy V. Um, or like different things like that. Like, you know, you get to the end of the, of the, or even Final Fantasy four, when you get to the end of the game and it's like, it goes from, from this personal fight against characters that, you know, into like this cosmic force and like, it never really does it for me, Mm -hmm. but in this game, it actually does do it for me. Like, I actually think they do it. Oh, well, um, which is interesting. Like, uh, so yeah, so I, I freaking love it. Like I can't, I can't recommend it enough. Um, so yeah, I need to go back and finish it. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm into. I've got another game that I can't talk about until the next episode, the next time we record. Um, but other than that, I've just been playing, um, bravery network online some more, um, and really jumping into, yo, let me try to recruit every possible character in this game. Um, I don't know if you know anything, Matt, about Bravery Network Online. I talked about it, uh, I think, the last episode that we recorded. Does that sound right, Josh? I th- yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I talked about my first impressions on it. Uh, now I've played like five or six hours of it. It's really, really fun. Um, if, like I, like I said in the last episode, if Temtem is um, Pokemon embracing like multiplayer in like a let's all play this casual game together as an MMO. Um, Bravery Network Online is like, what if we embrace like the competitive multiplayer of Pokemon? Like Ooh. what if, what if there's all these characters uh, and they have like really bizarre mechanics that they can do. Uh, and there's like a bunch of buffs and debuffs and you have a team of, I think five characters, including a team captain and who you pick as your team captain gives like an ability to the rest of your party. Like, so there's like a lot of interesting stuff. There's, there's like, um, there's also like necklaces that you can equip and some of them have really powerful effects, but the necklaces break after you use them. Um, or they have like, you know, solid effects. Like there's a thing called the lucky pendant, which every turn restores seven health to you. Every character in the game has a hundred health. Um, there's no leveling up anything like that. It's just, you have different moves. You can equip them at a time. Um, they, they, they're kind of like, um, like the Final Fantasy IX system, where like you've got abilities and you can master them. I like that. Um, so once you master, so you can only have one ability equipped. One, you can only have one thing equipped that you haven't mastered yet, and that includes like your passive ability, which you can change freely. So like, what if? What if you had a Pikachu, but you could just switch freely between all of their abilities instead of having to catch a new one? Like, wouldn't that be great? And you could just freaking pick whether you wanted Static Shock or... So, like, Darkest Dungeon, where, like, your characters come pre-equipped with abilities, but you can spend money to, like, make them, like, just toggle the ones you want on and off to give them builds. You don't even have to spend money to do it. Well, just to unlock them, and then after that, like... Yeah, not even that. Like, hmm. they, like, they they have... abilities set but when you click into those abilities in your team building menu you can just pick different abilities but the only catch is 
you can you have to have uh, mastered abilities on except for one slot. You can have one slot of an ability that you that you own, but you're not comfortable with. And then you battle with it to become comfortable with it. And once you master it, you can do that. So like they come with the stock abilities, but you can customize them and you can customize their, their color schemes. You pick different color schemes that you can buy for your whole team. And then it kind of color coordinates your team together. Um, you can, you know, customize all sorts of stuff. Um, the writing is so good. Also, the world building is like really bizarre. Um, it's it's set in a universe that like I'm actually interested to find out more in. It's not just, hmm. yo, what if we had pets but we could talk to them and they fought each other. It's like, yo, what if uh, what if immortality and people just fought for fun because if you die, it doesn't not? matter. Hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of weird wrinkles that are like, and and what you find out about the world depends on who you try to recruit. So like, I just tried to recruit Odette and Odette's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there at the beginning before this whole thing started when people were still mortal and uh, all the, and I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, I was, uh, when somebody calls she's them. She's like, I've and, said too much. <laughs> yeah, well, no, she, she's like, basically, so. The, the different characters have like different descriptions. So like a candle is a person who can access this weird ability called fire, which lets them kind of Scarlet Witch reality and stuff uh, in like different ways. They're like uh, wizards and stuff, but it's just like some innate thing that you can't turn off. Hmm. Um, but I think she's, I think Odette said she was a dissident and she's like, yeah, when you see somebody who calls himself a dissident, they were there at the beginning. Like they were there when this whole thing started. So it's like, there's all of these weird, it's, it's almost like dark souls in that, like you don't have to get into it if you don't want to. But like, if you want to look into like what actually freaking happened here, like it starts getting really interesting. But the difference between this and something like dark souls is that this game is very funny and it leans into, yo, this is a really weird game. Like there's one character that, um, so y- you pay your currency to um, unlock an introduction to a character and then you go and meet that character and you typically have to fight them in order and, and beat them and their team in order to acquire them and be able to put them on one of your teams. Um, but this particular character, I'm, they're, they're like, huh, well, uh, I'm done with this conversation like while I'm trying to recruit them and then they leave. And I'm like, wait a second, like I paid to like recruit you. And, uh, and I'm like, you need to come back. This isn't fair. And then it kicked me back to the menu. Uh, and <laughs> so the, the trick with this particular character is when they leave, you have two options. You can either say it isn't fair or let her go. You have to let her go. And then she gets insecure that you're not annoyed that she <laughs> left. And then she comes back and joins your team. Like there's just little weird, funny stuff like That's that. That's cool. Like, I like the, that. And, and this, this game, like look up, look up, uh, you know, uh, you know, footage of this like it's very oh also another thing the music is immaculate it's so catchy and it's like um man i don't even know how to describe it it's like um oh man oh i had the perfect description earlier i should have written it down uh but anyway it's it's really catchy kind of like not electronica but like kind of like dance house music but like just really peppy and kind of um I, I don't know. It's it's really freaking great. Like, look it up. It's it's really really good. Um, Is it like but DDR yeah, like, music? K- 
kind of. It's not like trance or whatever. It's just like very catchy and goofy and just like it's got a lot of hooks in it. Um, and some of it is is oh 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 what here's what it was. It was um it's it's like it's like what what if what if the music from uh from like the lo-fi hip hop channel mixed with um oh my god, what was the other thing I was Hold on, I'm gonna pull up a video. You're losing it. I'm gonna help you finish it, this thought. It's like George Michael's Careless Whisper had a baby with the lo-fi hip hop channel. Okay. What? Like it's like I, that wasn't it, I don't think. But it was something like that. It was. It's like it, inspired by lo-fi, but like it's also got like some really like amped up like excited vibes to it. I don't know if you're if you're like watching the video or you're like getting the. I'm trying to get past a YouTube ad right now. The first yeah, boss nice. battle. Nice. It's one of those ones you can't skip. <laughs> one of them non-skippables. It's it's, yeah. it's one of those unskippable cutscenes. By the way, YouTube really out here with two freaking back-to-back unskippable ads. Love to see it. Dude, they it's do It's Friday. That They're trying to get their constantly. money, you know? Yeah. This is like lo-fi mixed with elevator music, bro. Yeah. This is like I'm I mean, stuck at the, do- on- the dentist's office right now, but also they're kind of cool. But it depends on which one you're listening to because okay. some of them are like really amped up. That was like lobby music then. Let me, let, let's get in here. Was that the like... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the chill one. There's like a do 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 do. There's like a really amped up version of of that as well. Um, man, is there like a freaking OST that I can get that I can send you guys? Let me see. I'm gonna have to clip all this out. Yeah, you're gonna have to cut around this heavily. This is like space music. This art style is very interesting. Okay. Here. 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 Okay. Click on this video and go to uh, go to the sparring room music. Yeah, there's there's timestamps in the in the bottom of it, but like yeah, it's like very. You see what I mean? Like it's all it's like some of it's pretty intense. This is like what the hell is this? Yeah, this is an indistinguishable genre. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild, right? So yeah, but I'm like, not I'm not mad at it, but I I don't know what I'm listening mad to. Mad at it. Yeah, it's like it's so it's it's I I don't know what it is, but I love it. Like I it's I got it stuck in my head just all the time. It's so cool. Like the boss battle theme, I, I can't find it, but like that's my favorite one. It's so like amped up and energetic. And like that combined with the writing, combined with like the charming art, combined with like super solid gameplay. Um, like it's just, it's, it's, it's been something that I really look forward to playing. Right now it's in early access and they are when it goes full release. Um, so because they're focusing so much on the multiplayer, um, the devs have said that they want to keep it in early access for a year um, before they fully release it, just to make sure that like they address people's like concerns and make sure that like the 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 competitive scene is like as sharp as it can be. Um, but when it hits full release, they're also going to add like a lot of single player content. And oh, that's like, cool. Right now, basically all I've done is wander around, unlock all of the vendors, and then like just start recruiting characters. And, like, that's basically all I've been doing. I haven't even done any online multiplayer. And, like, I'm still really enjoying it. Oh, cool. Um, so it's kind of wild how, how like, focused the experience has been and how fun it's been. Um, so that's, I mean, that's something that I will just continue to recommend uh, as it moves forward. If it gets totally, like, bonkers whack or whatever, like, I'll, you know, obviously let everybody know. But... So far, like I, I'm very into it. I'm here to Sick. let you know, it got bonkers whack. 
It got bonkers Guys, whack. update on Bravery Network Online. It is bonkers whack now. Everybody leave. <laughs> it is no longer worth your time. No, I, I'll have to check that out. That looks very cool. I'm digging the art style. It gives me like some weird like 2000s flash game energy. Yes. <laughs> uh, mixed with like with Scott a- Pilgrim versus the world, the game a little bit. Yes. Yes. Some, like, yes. You know, not, not pixel yes. art, but yeah. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so bonkers whack definitely already a contender for episode titles <laughs> so uh yeah so but but uh but matt one of the reasons that we have you on is because i was very i was pleased as punch to join you on this journey and you've played dark souls one for the first time ever yes hey it's me i'm back uh played another souls game for the first time last time it was demon souls on ps5 yeah i was uh, like wait a minute this sounds familiar yeah. <laughs> I was like, didn't we just do this yeah uh in between that show i picked up bloodborne and finished that so uh and, and now nice. i'm just a master at souls games apparently uh just no a master you know um yeah so i jumped into dark souls remastered um I, I was telling Brian, like, I I had the itch. Like, I, ever since finishing Demon Souls, I was like, man, I get this gameplay now, and I crave it. Like, it's it's actually something that I need. And I don't crave, like, the, uh, the punishment. I'm not, like, a glutton for punishment. Like, some people yeah. seem to think if you say you like Souls games... I genuinely enjoy like the game. Those are people that have never played a Souls game. Yeah, yeah, it's it's much more to me about exploration and uncovering secrets and just like like literally exploring a, a very interesting world um, and yeah. kind of like getting this weird like piecemeal story that you have to find in the weirdest places, like reading menu items and and all over the talking to these weird NPCs that are speaking in in, in cryptic tongues that you have no idea what what they mean. Uh, yeah. But but I, I for something. Uh, so bizarre like it clicked with me and I was like yo I want more of this jumped into Bloodborne loved the hell out of that that was great Um, and afterwards I was like you know what maybe I just need to go back to the one that really kicked it off uh, in terms of like popularity Dark Souls right and I know the remaster came out a few years back the one that actually became a franchise yeah exactly yeah Yeah, I've I've only actually played the remaster it runs really well uh, for those yeah. looking at it. It is. I, I played on console just because I, I. That's a game that you're gonna play with a controller. Um, mm-hmm. It runs at 60 FPS on PS5 and it is beautiful. Um, it looks yeah, the great. Whole, the whole Dark Souls series runs at 60 frames. The only Except one. Except for Bloodborne. The only one that doesn't run at 60 frames is Bloodborne, which is a stone cold shame. The only you one have, that's exclusive to, to PlayStation. Be, so sad. Like even after that whole digital foundry thing, you'd think like they have to be planning because they know they have to know how much people love bloodborne right so they people love uh, bloodborne more than the other ones i yeah. mean like, i mean yeah i bet you ask anybody and they all have a different favorite one like right but and, uh, or it'll change like for me it's changed so many times as i've been replaying them <laughs> um, yeah but yeah i was gonna say like you'd think like when they finally announce like bloodborne 2 which that's gonna happen eventually, right? Like it kind of has to. I feel like it one should, would yeah. think. One yeah. would think, you know. Uh, don't you think like around then that would be like the time when they're like, and guess what? Bloodborne. For its ten-year anniversary. It's yeah. Bloodborne. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. Bloodborne running at a good frame rate. Finally, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. Ten-year anniversary. Yep. So oh my dumb. god. Hey, what? what yeah, is it? So, We're like four years away from that. It, it's. 
You oh know, by God. the time Elden yeah. Ring finally comes out, uh, <laughs> I'm so I'm very looking forward to Elden Ring. I, but, dude, I'm super looking forward to that now. Yeah, especially because apparently they said that is the spiritual successor to Dark Souls. Really? So, yeah. What? So I'm very all right. I'm hyped. I'm I'm really really excited. So, but. Your first time playing through Dark Souls. I want to get into the nitty gritty. Let's on do it. What were you? What were you expecting? Having played the other, knowing the place that Dark Souls holds in the gaming pantheon, mm-hmm. and the prominent place, yeah. spawning basically an entire genre of games, and prompting comparisons between it and basically anything else that has any degree of difficulty whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Including like including other mediums. Yeah. Like, oh, it's the Dark Souls of film. You know, it's like the nice Dark Souls back. of books. The Dark Ulysses. Souls of TV shows. Yeah. One yeah. might say. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, it's this is this is a thing. This yeah. is a touchstone. So having played Demon Souls and Bloodborne and then being like, you know what? I'm going back to not where it all began, but where it began in earnest. Mm-hmm. What what were your expectations going in? My expectations, yeah, I, I, my expectations were kind of all over the place. Um, I, realistically, I, I was expecting to be a little bit disappointed for some reason because it, it, it is an older game that I'm sure has only gotten better with two and three. Um, you know, especially the third one. I, I know that there's been wow. a lot of improvements. Um, so I, I was, I wasn't sure quite what to expect from like a gameplay standpoint. I figured, yeah, it probably still holds up in some capacity. But after playing through Demon Souls um, and seeing that that game being remade and really preserving that original like look and feel and playing very well in 2020 and 2021, I was like, okay, I I, I feel like this might be a little bit better of an experience. So, um, I I I found it surprisingly easier than I thought it would be, um, and I think a lot of that is just. I have two of these games under my belt now and I get it to an extent, right? There's always going to be that trial and error phase when you run into a new boss or a difficult enemy. Um, but, mm-hmm. but maneuvering through the world, I, I didn't feel like I was constantly afraid of what was around the next corner. More so, mm-hmm. I was like eager to find out what was around the next corner. And I felt like yeah. my entire playthrough was that where I was like, yo, I just want to see what's going down. And kind of run in there, guns blazing to an extent, um, you know, while while being smart about it. Um, Although unlike in Bloodborne, you don't literally have a gun. Yeah, true. Um, uh, yeah, you had kind of a gun. Yeah, I felt like I don't know. I I I, I was chatting with you pretty much throughout this entire playthrough. Um, I I did. I feel like there wasn't a lot that stood out to me. It, it kind of felt like a, just a very consistent experience. It didn't really have like h- the highs and lows that like Demon Souls had, where I felt like there were certain areas that I really liked and certain areas that were really shitty. Um, this one was out just of, kind of out a, of curiosity. I want to circle back to like the areas that you sure liked and didn't like about Demon Souls, but we can get to that a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just felt like it was a very consistent experience. Like a lot of things, and and maybe this is because I just like burned through the game like so quickly it, it, it kind of just bled together for me um mm. like none of the bosses really like stood out as like really meaningful like they were just there mm. and maybe that's because i'm feeling more confident in the gameplay where i don't get stuck on a boss for so long um mm. except for a couple which we can discuss 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely want to hear about that. Y- yeah. Um, you know, but for the most part, like most of the bosses were like a one or two try for me and that was it. Right. So like, yeah, y- you spend so much time when you first start playing these games, just racking your brain. Like, how do I get past this thing? This is such a huge roadblock. Like for me, Bloodborne was like the first Souls game I ever tried back when it came out. And like Cleric Beast had me for a while, you know, and that sticks out in my head as like this monumental task, even though looking back, it's like that that's such an easy boss fight, you know? Um, this game, it didn't have a lot of those moments for me where I look back and go, oh man, that was a really cool fight or had really cool mechanics. It was just like, okay, cool. Yeah, I feel like I've seen what there is to see with this series right now like <laughs> i i know that i know i don't because there's you know two other <laughs> games that i haven't seen but i you know there's only so many big giant knights holding massive shields that you can fight or sure bloody oozy weird drippy women in frayed dresses that you fight i don't know what reference that is to any boss you can figure that out um but you know just just like that that whole spectrum that i i feel like they they hit with all their bosses um you know large dragon type thing or a large troll dude with a with an axe like i i feel like you see you see so many of those repeated throughout the series in different aspects that it i wasn't surprised i guess is what i'm trying to get to hmm. um that being said i almost skipped the dlc but uh, you convinced me to just check it out, and I'm incredibly glad that I went and did that because that was really cool. Like, I for some reason the DLC just hit so different than the regular game, and I played it. I I played the entire game, and then I did the DLC right before uh, Gwyn, before I fought the final boss of uh, of Dark Souls, and I'm so glad that I went and did that. Um, and and we'll we'll chat about that in a sec because you and I played through that majority co-op which was also a really cool experience too um yeah, but and the first time that i'd done that um ever i think like this this particular playthrough we played uh we played some bosses cop i don't think we did hardly any i think we did like what one or two in the main game and then we did mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. we did all all of the dlc bosses except for the sanctuary uh guardian that's true that's true, that's for, true. at least we on my this. end yeah and your end yeah. too yeah yeah um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought the DLC areas felt way, I don't know, the design was better or maybe, maybe I was just getting so sick of seeing like the gray color scheme, mm-hmm. like, you know, Anne Orlando Ulysil, was really cool Yeah, because that <laughs> was, was Ulysseel is not gray at all. Yeah. Like, see, and that's the other thing. Like, I don't, I, I feel like so many of those areas felt very samey to me and I couldn't tell you what is what you know like i kind of just have a vague idea of where i'm at in the world but i couldn't quite say like i i remember going i can retrace Anne orlando in my mind because it's it stood out it stood out to me it it felt really cool and it was like a different it had a different vibe to it whereas so many of those other areas i was like i don't know they all kind of just felt like parish or the undead bird or whatever yeah like i think it was just mainly the beginning of the game and maybe that was because that was me trying to figure out the map and learn everything at the same time but yeah um yeah i mean i i overall i enjoyed it i think i i kind of spoke to you earlier about where my rankings are right now and i just feel like i have such a place in my heart still for demon souls and i really just i like the piecemeal layout of that and 
Um, the fact that it is a little bit more approachable for newcomers because it is so sectioned off to an extent yeah, where you one, can kind of one, two, one, three, exactly. One. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, that, that resonated with me. And I think that's really what helped me understand the game a bit more and just like kind mm-hmm. of understand the language of souls games. Um, even though none of them use that format to the most, for the most part, <laughs> Neo know. does what's that neo neo does yeah i have it see and that's that's a, a spinoff that's uh, your next one yeah that i i have i have for sure neo uh, i don't know if i picked up neo 2 um but i got yeah. neo 2 complete on pc i haven't fired it up yet though that's 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 fairly soon on my list but i got a couple like really quick games like uh like florence to knock out first oh yeah nice um, oh florence is like so. a 30 minute game dude Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's literally yeah. like oh, heck, yeah. forty-five minutes. Really weekend, short. Play that yeah. with your wife. Oh, okay. It's a great, awesome. it's a great game to play with with a significant other. Um, cool. But yeah, I, I, I think for me, it's still Demon Souls and Bloodborne up at the top, and interchangeable, depending on the yeah. day for me. Um, and then Dark Souls below that. There were definitely at the, areas at the bottom of the list. You know, when there's only three <laughs> to compare it, like, I, and yeah. I, and I, I don't, I don't think it's a bad game by any means. I really enjoyed it, and I think it's it is a game that I will eventually go back to. But for me, I'm I'm looking forward now. I want to go play Dark Souls three, as I told you, uh, and potentially go back and look at two. Um, I'm sure I'll play it honestly because I'm gonna I'm gonna crave this until, you know probably the rest Until, of my life so yeah <laughs> yeah it's 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 one it's of a drug things. that just once it's in your system you're like okay what's next yeah and, and the the crazy thing and the reason why you know everybody talks about oh the surge or lords of the fallen is like there's not once you get that bug in your system there's not many other games that do it. it's, it's like it's like wanting mario but without the history of mario and all the mario games it's like it, look at Mario 3. Look at even like new, you know, Super Mario World U or whatever. Like there there aren't that many platformers that do it this well. Mm-hmm. And like there aren't really any other 3D action adventure games that do exploration and combat and world building this well. Yeah. That's the thing for me is like it's, it's just this perfect confluence. And like a lot of it. Um, like you know, you said you said it wasn't as difficult as you were expecting. The series did get more difficult as this as it went on, and some people have said that that's because it was from software kind of buying into the hype mm. of, oh, this game is so difficult, it'll mash your teeth in, and they're like, oh, you like that, huh? Okay, <laughs> let let's let's make it harder then. Yeah, you know, so like they do definitely get harder as the series goes on like they do get more difficult interesting uh, and i do th- i do think that uh that that demon souls and dark souls one are the e- the easiest and most approachable in the series um, interesting um but i will say for what they gain in difficulty the the further games with the exception of dark souls 2 do make combat feel better and like combat and gameplay in dark souls three is the best that it's ever been. And there are people out there who are like, what about Sekiro? And I'm like, that doesn't count because that's not a souls game. That's a freaking Tenchu game or like a, like a, uh, was it Ninja Gaiden? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. That's a totally different genre. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't count. And also I don't think it feels as good as dark souls three, but there's just that. The only thing that feels phenomenal in that game that, that I would almost put on the same level as like, 
Kratos' Leviathan axe or like swinging in Spider-Man. It's his damn thing. I forgot what it is. The little the like grapple hook. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, the the yeah. the like shooting that and like that that momentary thing where you like launch into the air. Yeah. Oh it's my really gosh! Good. I just I would sit there and just do that because I'm like I don't I don't want to fight this next boss. I'm just gonna zip around. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna zip around, explore this uh, explore this dilapidated old monkey pit. Yeah, uh, yeah. The so pits. yeah, so so Dark Souls remastered. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a lot better than the original version. I fired up um, the Xbox 360 version of Dark Souls One. Wow. Uh, and looks real bad. Oh, I bet. Uh, doesn't feel great also, like, on my big screen TV. But, like, I've been playing this game on a monitor because I also use it to play fighting games. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is super responsive, even, like, the Dark Souls remastered. But um, I'm I'm really curious what other thoughts you have. What was, was it just the environment design that made the DLC stand out to you? Because a lot of people love... Artorias of the Abyss. Yeah. Um, a lot of people love that. And a lot of people love it because of Artorias. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think so much of the story is alluding to this character, right? Artorias. Um, and and kind of what he stood for and, and what he's remembered for. And you find mm-hmm. out some really interesting things in the DLC and you're like, oh, whoa, okay, cool. There's some, there's some like very cool moments that I was like, you know, you. I would ask you something, and you wouldn't straight give me the answer. You'd kind of like make me find the answer, which I appreciate because then I'm like, <laughs> oh, instead of you just like you know mansplaining Dark Souls to me. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was very very nice of you to to let me uh, figure it out on my own. You know, push me in the right direction a bit. But yeah, um, but yeah, there's definitely some very cool story beats that happen. But yeah, I really just like the level design uh, of exploring. Um, just. The colors too. Again, I just yeah. realized how much I missed color. Like I, after seeing so much gray and brown, I was like, "Oh man, this is beautiful." Just I like I want to live in this area, and just kind of like the fact that you're minor spoilers going back in time and kind of like yeah. I was like, "Oh man, I really just want to see like how Lord Ron came to be." You know, whatever. Um, yeah, and, and just kind of like see these like threads start being drawn towards that that area that i had spent so much time in uh, already so yeah. um yeah i thought that i i genuinely felt like the boss the bosses in that area were a lot more fun and stood out to me um yeah. they didn't feel as generic um as like some of the other bosses um i just feel like there's a lot of like re almost reskinned demons that i fought throughout the game that I was like, hmm. why was this not called Demon's Souls? Why didn't they have all these demons in that game? <laughs> they had all the cool bosses in that game. They could have put them yeah. in this game, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Like have Dragon God in Dark Souls and have the Demon Fire Sage at the end of, you yeah, know, what, exactly. three, three, or two, three, or whatever. Yeah. So, um, no, but I, I, it was cool to see, especially like I, I went and did the optional side area, the Painted World, and I thought that was awesome i love that area yeah just like that small contained area um and just the vibe there was so different because it was snowy and it kind of gave me um some some vibes to like the the castle in uh in bloodborne that optional area just at least the outside um yeah for- castle canehurst oh bro yeah. that might have been one my of the favorite. best areas in the dude in i think that was sure. my favorite area in bloodborne and i almost didn't do it but then i was like nah i'm gonna see this whole game because i'm enjoying it 
Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I dug that. I dug um, the the throwbacks to Demon Souls within the Painted World. Yeah. Um, the phalanx, you know, around that area. I was like, oh shit, it's these guys. What's up? I know how to beat you now. Also, I'm I've you know I'm way more powered up at this point in time than I was when I faced you in Demon Souls. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun, and uh, and seeing the the harpies, um, I was like, "Fuck you!" Still, um, I hate you. God, they and suck. I just you know I would fight a few of them, and I'd lose my souls, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna run run right by you this time. So, um, yeah, that was cool. And then the the fight at the end, um, as much as I did not want to fight Priscilla, I, I felt like I had to just because I, I wanted to see every boss fight. And um, it's content. It's content, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I next but time. Yes, I, it, Next if, time I play was, through, I will not. I will not. If I was actually the chosen undead, I would not have fought. Priscilla. No, no. I, 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 I just wanted to see what that fight was about because uh, I it read that so it was good. it was a very <laughs> unique boss fight, which it, it very much was. It reminded yeah, it me uh, in ways of the uh, the final boss in Bloodborne, um, just not as oh, intense. Yeah. You yeah. know, with the disappearing and stuff. I was like, oh, this is cool. I like this. Yeah. That's interesting. I did not pick up on that. I wonder if they did that intentionally. Yeah, it like, kind of makes sense if they did because of the weapons. Like the, those characters use similar weapons. But yeah. anyway, what was it? Murgo's wet nurse. Oh, I wasn't even talking about that that's, one. But that, we can't we I can't was... really talk about that because Josh hasn't beaten it yet. That's okay. He's like right I there. I don't care. That's talk okay. about whatever you want. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, though. Oh, that's the, the one you're talking with, about. The fight. With, yeah, that's. That's I was fight. talking about the I was talking about the the one the fight after that. No 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 not that fight. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not not the real final boss. All right all right I mean not I'm not talking about the I'm talking about the the second to final boss. <laughs> <laughs> but the one that that's, that's I'm after retracing the wet nurse. my I'm retracing. There's my two steps bosses now. after after the wet nurse depending on what you did in the game. Oh there yeah. Technically doesn't have to be any. Yeah, but you can't. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I, I sorry. Yeah. I I count that whole thing as the final final boss, even though okay, there's okay, technically okay, okay, okay. two. That all that whole yeah. sequence felt like. If, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. I'm talking about Murgo. Let's go back a couple. Okay. Of okay, okay, but okay. You know how she disappears yeah. and stuff. I was like, oh, this yes, is kind of yes, neat. Yes. I totally forgot about that. She's it's not as vicious and like fast paced, but it's got yeah. you know there's little there's little yeah. footsteps. No pun intended. Yeah, I I like uh, I like I like Priscilla quite a bit. Although she is dangerously out of touch with the state of the of her world. Yeah. What? This world is peaceful. It's inhabitants kind. It's like, have you looked outside? Yeah. Like, this place is nuts. I think I fought her wearing an entire painted guardian outfit, and she's like, you're not one of us. And I was like, nope, slice. And it was great. Ah, uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Until you got the, what, Sierran set? The, the is Lord's that Blades set? Uh, the, the, the the blue red, one with oh, the one eye. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that that was like that made the DLC for me. I don't know why I thought that outfit was the coolest design, and it just fit yeah. with my playstyle. And oh my gosh, I just I loved it so good. Yeah, yeah. So I, if if the if the entire game was the DLC like main like kept up that level, this would have been easily my favorite one. But mm. it was just such a self-contained area that I was like, yo, this is really, really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So before we wrap up on this, I want to know who are your, what are, when when I say, who are your favorite bosses in Dark Souls, what are the ones that pop to mind? Oh, jeez. 
I knew you were going to ask this, and I didn't even prepare. What am I doing? You don't need to prepare. Just like, yeah, just right off the reaction. top. Right off Gut the top. Reaction. What are some of the ones that you really like? As as annoying as it was, the Artorius fight was a lot of fun. Um, just because it's like it's a fight where it's it is extremely punishing if you <coughs> if you are even the slightest bit greedy. Um, but it is very much a a marathon fight like what i would say a marathon like you can't you just have to be you have to be so patient um geez other good bosses and we're gonna go on the other side of this as well okay good good because i can definitely talk about those um like like i was saying none none of the bosses can you just name some of them please it (laughs) Sure. Um, I, uh, I feel like I need to look at a list because here I'll, I'll pull up. I'll pull up. Uh, I'll pull up a list. But I we'll, also we'll don't just remember say, everyone's name too. Let me see. So there's Sif, uh, the Great Gray Wolf. Sif. Sif. Sif was cool. More so just because he's like pretty iconic. Uh, there is the Bell Gargoyles. Those guys just reminded me of the uh, Man Eaters. <laughs> yeah, except I beat them on the first try. I don't. Know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Asylum Demon, Stray Demon, those guys Capra all sucked. Demon. All, Capra Demon was actually kind of a cool fight. I did it on my second try because the first try I ran in there and the two dogs just bit my ass and I was like, "Oh, come on!" Yeah. Um, and the second time uh, I was like, "Oh, okay, I got I got to run a, run run away from the puppers." Yeah, we got we got uh, Quaylag. We got Centipede Quail, Demon. Quaylag was cool. Quaylag was cool. I enjoyed that fight. That was another fight. Yeah. Um, oh, the. Uh, the gaping dra- dragon, gaping, gaping dragon, yeah, yeah. That was also another fight that I was like, okay, this is a cool design, like very, very different. Um, yeah, it was another fight that I beat on my first try, just because I was like, I, I learned the the rhythm very quickly, and just I was like, okay, this is just one of those fights that I can't get greedy, and I just gotta just gotta play safe. Um, but I thought that yeah, was, that some was a people cool have fight. said that they have trouble with gaping dragon because he has so much Dude, health. I've the, never the had trouble with gaping dragon. Dentata dragon was like my the bane of my existence. For Which a while. one? The he one said, you're talking about. Really? He said yeah. he said the vagina dentata dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Which like of course it is. Yeah. It it is very it is very yonic. But uh but yeah I've never had trouble with gaping dragon. It's never been like a wall for me. Yeah. Which is so <laughs> weird. It's it's that's what's cool about this series is that everybody has a different boss that has their number, you know? Like I think there's one boss in Dark Souls uh, <laughs> that has everybody's number and I think it's uh, I think it's ONS. I think it's Ornstein and uh, and Smoth. Oh fuck, yes. Yeah. That one has everybody's number. Yeah, I well cuz that's the first that's the forgive me for correct me if I'm wrong. Excuse me. Um that's that's the first time you fight two independent bosses, right? In in that series, I mean the the man eater fight and demon souls kind of, but that's and like Bell two gargoyles, yeah, and yeah, but, but like but that's like but two the of the same. And you fight, yeah, simultaneously like from the you get fight go. two tough bosses, two, tough as so, shit, yeah. and they're different. And it's not like you can get one held down and another one yeah. comes in, you know, uh, and you can potentially do a one on one twice. This is like, That's, no, you're fighting yeah. two-on-one right from the jump, and yeah. both of them complement each other extremely well, the other's weakness, yeah, one's, you know? one's slow and hits hard as hell, yeah. and the other one is really fast and will keep you on your toes. 
and still hits uh, a decent amount, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 We, 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 uh, you know, we got ONS, we got Pinwheel, we got Nito, we've got uh, Gwyn, Moonlight Butterfly, Four Kings. Moonlight Iron... Butterfly was like, why was that even a boss? Yeah, should have been like a mini boss. Yeah. There are a couple of those that were like the bosses are not that hard. I didn't think Iron Golem was that hard. No, that's another um, fight that you just don't be an or idiot. Or Pinwheel. Yeah, Which Pinwheel, one was Pinwheel is kind of a joke. Uh, at the end of the catacombs. Oh yeah, no, I ran in there and beat the shit out of that guy. Yeah, like I was like, <laughs> yeah. what? You're a boss, but then you're the boss leading into one of the most frustrating areas of this game. For yeah. me, yeah. Then we got well, then we got the stray demon. When you go back to the asylum, we got yeah. Taurus demon on the bridge. We got, of course, the bed of chaos and Seath, um, the scaleless. So. Uh, yeah, so Seath those... was a cool fight, and I really just like Seath because the design and yeah everything that happened, like the whole aesthetic in that area, was so cool. The whole like crystal yeah. cave, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, the, there were there were the some good bosses. Looking back, looking yeah. back on them, yeah. I just feel like so, so many of them didn't test me too much to where I it was like so memorable. You know, it was either yeah. like okay, I just have to be patient, and I got this. And I do it on my first or second try. Uh, Ooh, or also, also, Dark Sun Gwendolyn is a really good fight. Ah, oh, I love that fight. I don't think you were I able didn't to do, do that. that one, no, that's yeah. the only one I didn't do. Looking back, yeah. I didn't realize I missed one. It's an optional boss. Yeah, they're yeah. they're actually the crazy thing is if you, especially if you have the master key, a lot of these bosses are optional. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, you can skip. Uh, Capra, you can skip Taurus, you can skip Stray Demon, obviously, you can skip uh, Moonlight Butterfly and Gaping Dragon and Priscilla and Gwendolyn and Demon Fire Sage and Centipede Demon. Like, you yeah, can skip like half the bosses in this game. It's ridiculous. Holy moly. But yeah. But so, so who sucks? Uh, Bed of Chaos. Yeah. 1000%. So, what's funny is, um, you know, I, I but the design rules, uh, dude. I, I the idea of it, I was like, this is fucking cool. Like, what a yeah. cool idea! But the worst execution possible. Like, yeah. who? It's really terrible. Who lost their job after coding this? I need to know. And I'll. We did say that Miyazaki said his biggest regret is the bad chaos. Like, <laughs> the funny part is the first time I went in there. So you you were telling me like, man, this boss sucks. Like, this is probably one of the most frustrating bosses for me in the whole game. And I was like, okay, you know, that's yeah. again, that's your experience. Maybe mine will be different. I went in there. I waltzed in there. You know, what's this boss all about? Running around, kind of learning yeah. it, learning its attacks. Um, I found the little things. I was talking to you while I was playing uh, through it, and I was like, oh, what are these weird red things on the side? Okay, I'm going to go in here on the left side and go slash this. Oh, okay, cool, interesting. I just burned him. All right, let me run around to the right side, slash that all up. Oh, whoa, the second one's down. Okay, cool. Now what do I need to do? Oh, it looks like it's in the middle here, and I'm walking back, and I got slapped into the pit. And I was like, oh, darn it. I got to go back and do it again, but this time I'm just going to run straight ahead. This shouldn't be too bad. Fuck that, dude. That yeah. was I, I think I I think I struggled with that fight for like two hours beyond that point. Uh, because every single time I ran in the room, there was some bullshit that happened. And I'm like, what is this? I've literally yep. I like trying to roll onto that little branch to to go up, like that shit was the hardest boss in Dark Souls for me. Yeah. That's that branch it's, specifically. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It's very bad. 
Yeah, but uh, after that, I I got I got up the little branch and I was slashing through the roots and I'm like, oh yes, the end is in sight. I see it. And this motherfucker decides to launch off a magic attack, and I didn't heal because I'm like, oh, I'm safe. I can't get hit underneath. I'm underneath it. No, the magic attack hits you in there. I yep. had a sliver of health left. Like you could have sneezed on my character and it would have died. And uh, I was like, oh no. And thankfully. I made it through, and I got to nice. the I got to the the heart and yeah, snip, my snip, goodness, snip snip yeah. snip yeah. That was just again really cool idea, really poor execution. Yeah, I really wish that they would like actually fix it. I know it would be way too much work yeah. to actually do it, but like I really just come on, come yeah, on, guys. Like the the hit box for the the roots is abysmal dude like bonkers it's actually bonkers yeah some unfair roots yeah it's it's uh it's pretty wild any final thoughts on dark souls remastered before we move on um i i really do think that that game did a lot of cool things um and i think it's it's a game that I, I just, I gotta play it again. You know, I gotta play it again to really like appreciate it. You gotta more. play that sorcery build. Yeah. Well, that's the <laughs> other thing. I think I was a little frustrated because I, I, I wanted to do a magic build, like a full ass magic build. And I just didn't commit. Like yeah. I, I half committed. I did a pyromancy build and I did not, I used the same two pyro spells for 95% of the game and by use yeah. those spells, I mean I literally had a weapon that I would fight everything with, and I would like finish them off with like a fireball, like a, the the base fireball, and it was yeah. like ass, you know. I I I didn't even I didn't even commit to it, and so my build you didn't was even this really weird... play a pyromancy build. No, I didn't, <laughs> dude. I pumped everything in a dexterity. I I wasn't even using a good dex weapon until like the last probably. 10% of the game like Until I was the DLC. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when you got I, the tracers. Yeah, dude. I just I don't know. I just I didn't have a plan going in. I I should have I sh- well, but the other thing as I want I didn't want to spoil too much of the game for me, so Sure, sure. You sure. know, I wanted to go in relatively blind, but also I was like, okay, I want to do a magic build, but I didn't realize that there's like sorcery magic, which is a whole separate thing and by the time that I was realizing that, I had already put so much of my points into the wrong categories that I was like, well, fuck now I have to commit to this weird amalgamation of, of magic slash. I'm just going to use regular weapons with no strength. <laughs> so it was, it was cool though. I'm, I'm glad that I got through it. Glad it's finished. Yeah. Um, looking forward to dark souls three. Yeah. I I'm excited for you to get into it as well. Uh, so I posted a thing of, of the, uh, in the platformers chat right here of a page where if you scroll down, you can see images of all the demon souls bosses because I was fascinated. You tantalized, you teased, and I need to know who rocks and who sucks in demon souls. For sure. Uh, For some reason, when I go on the internet, it just, I'm getting error pages on every single page, but obviously my internet's working because here I am. Yeah. Um, So I don't quite know what's going on there. I'm going to look at this on my phone though. Okay. So yeah, there's there's a list of that, but I was very curious uh, to know, like since Demon Souls is still way up there, like what 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 is the difference, uh, dude? Honestly, me, like, like yeah, the, the interconnected world for Dark Souls, like really, really, yeah, does it for me. Yeah, I, I really really liked the Tower of Latria area. 
Like, oh, yeah. The holy terrifying shit. mind flare area. Yes. But I love that area. Just the maze of, like, these this jail and, like, the green sky and just this, like, haunt, haunting feel. Like, that was, like, the only area in the game that actually kind of felt like a horror game in a, in a bit to me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was digging it, though. Um, let me see. Also, there's some serious body horror in 3-2, uh, in for real. Yeah. Uh, yes. You walk some... in and there's that giant heart and like all these weird deformed creatures. Yeah. It it was it was a very very weird. I, I and I just like like the the bridge where you're trying to get across with all those arrows getting shot at you too. Yeah. Like that was cool. It was just a very There neat were a lot of section. fun uh a lot of fun cool things in there if you're if you're trophy hunting as well. Like I, I got the platinum in it, which means like you have to learn how to roll through all those arrows and not get hit. And then oh, wow. you got to fight the, the boss from Tower of Latria without ever hitting one of the false clones. Like you got to hit the real one every time. Oh, wow. Um, that was a cool boss also. Now, yeah, the Fool's Idol is very, very good. Yeah. Okay. Looking through. Um, <laughs> so obviously the Tower Knight was just like, holy shit like this is what i imagined when i was playing like when i would hear about dark souls there's just these massive enemies but this was like the most massive enemy like it felt like a uh damn what was that game um shadow of the colossus but you're just Mm. like fighting a giant person um or like what what was um was it god of war 2 something like that where you fight like a giant boss yeah you fight that freaking enormous boss where you're just like crawling all over it oh that's um the colossus of Rhodes. that you fight yeah in the first level of god of war 2 yeah you fight the colossus of Rhodes. yeah that's ridiculous it is ridiculous but it's great yeah it's super super good i thought the storm king boss was really cool as like a gimmicky boss fight my god how freaking amazing dude picking up that sword i was like hello this is so cool yeah, and the Storm King itself is like so big; it's just terrifying. It's just mm, like, yeah, man, this is nuts. Yeah, although the levels leading up to it are really difficult. Yes, um, the four two really sucks. The old hero was also a pretty interesting boss fight. Yeah, that's a good one. That's the blind guy, right? Yeah, yeah, that was a really cool, like, I, I just another interesting thing that you have to like pick up on yeah otherwise that fight is very hard yeah yeah if you're not paying attention mm-hmm. yeah like that that's like uh that's like the priscilla fight it's like once you know the thing it's not that difficult but mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like uh demon souls does this more than the other uh games in the series where like the fights have gimmicks or like mm-hmm. they have ideas and once you understand those ideas they're not that difficult which yeah. is like not the way that it is necessarily for like fighting the first boss in Dark Souls Three, uh, where it's like, like you can know the thing, but like you gotta also like keep your head on a swivel, or you're gonna get stomped. Which like mm-hmm. is also true of Tower Knight. Like if you're not careful, you're going to get smushed. literally stomped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. think I think all of the bosses in Demon Souls. I think that's a really good way to put it. Is that they all have a gimmick. And it's all about, it's like, to me, I think that's why those bosses resonated with me so much more, even if they weren't the most exciting design, um, like, like literally the way they looked design, 
Um, yeah, like, like the, Dirty Colossus isn't... Nobody has Dirty Colossus painted on the side of their van. Right. I mean, Maybe you don't. speak for yourself, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a big fan Why do of that when you could have Flame Lurker or Dragon <laughs> God? Or, or even the Adjudicator. Um, yeah. I, just, I, I, I wrote Penetrator on the side of my car, and, and I don't know why people look at me the way they yeah. do now, but... <laughs> I'm getting pulled over I'm constantly. like, yeah, every, I'm just like, <laughs> have you guys not played Demon Souls? And yeah, at that point, so it's good. too late. So good. You guys probably just don't have a PS5 yet. <laughs> when you do, it's going to be freaking great. <laughs> You'll understand. You'll know why I wrote Penetrator on the side of my <laughs> windowless van. <laughs> Look, it's 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 a nickname from high school. They call me the penetrator. It's fine. Oh no, this Boy. joke gets worse and worse. Um, yeah, I think I just I I enjoyed the puzzle aspect of the bosses. Um, yeah. More so more so than like um, and uh, and also again, this is really like my first experience with getting through one of these games. So seeing every single boss in the game, I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like these are all so different. Um, whereas again with Dark Souls, I was like, didn't I already fight this guy? This is just a different colored version of that other guy, you know? Um, where, where it didn't have that same like allure where I'm like, okay, they have like literally the same moves too, you know? Um, like the, uh, the, uh, asylum, whatever demon and yeah, Simon demon and the stray demon have basic and the demon fire sage all pretty much have the same. They're just like the same to me. And those are like three major bosses. So I, you know, not, not that the whole game was that there was so many, there was variety, but it, it it just felt like it was like, okay, a lot of, a lot of dark souls just felt like patience. Like, well, I've got good news for you, my friend. Uh, Dark souls three does a very good job of mixing things up. I like that. Cause I do like those, bosses that you have to be patient and you know it's just it's just gonna be a slog fest and you gotta just stick it out but i also like the bosses that are like okay cool once i get their gimmick like let me just let me add them you know i don't need to sit here and do this dance with them and and just waste all my heels yeah there are there are also some kind of like puzzle bosses in dark souls 3 as well oh yeah including including maybe my favorite puzzle boss in the entire series oh is it Um, that mirror knight one no, that's Mirror Knight is Dark Souls 2. Ah, shit. That guy looks cool. He is very cool. He's also very tough if you get paired with. Yeah, anyway. Nice. Uh, but yeah, Dark Souls 3 is very good. I like the bosses in Dark Souls 3 a lot. I think they're really good. Right. Um, also, I was going to say one of the things I was going to mention earlier when you were talking about the color scheme in um, Ar- the Artorias of the Abyss uh, DLC, I was going to say one cool thing that I like is like fire gets it's kind of played out in a lot of these games. Like fire is yeah. used as like a central theme Swamp. and like dragons are also kind of played out. And I thought that Calamite was a really interesting twist. Yeah. Both in the fact that like his fire breath is really different and yes. he looks really different than mm-hmm. a lot of other dragons having just one red glowing eye in the center of his forehead. Yeah. Uh, that he can use to do stuff. He never actually did that during our fight. But he can actually levitate you off the ground and you're just like spinning wildly. And then he like infuses you with all this power, kind of like a Scarlet Witch. And then for a period, there'll be this uh, red circle above your head and you take double damage. Whoa. Um, yeah. And Interesting. when you and when you beat him, you get the Calamity Ring, which is a ring that you can equip that gives you that all the time. Oh, shit. Uh, where you take double damage. So oh, that's there awesome. Are some ch- there are some challenge runs where people run with the calamity ring on. Oh, that's rad. Um, 
so yeah so there's like just a lot of cool and his like his 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 fire breath is black and yellow which is yeah. like super different yeah uh you know anyway I, and you know the 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 npcs in there are like way more talkative like mm-hmm. hawkeye goff is an amazing character mm-hmm. um one of my favorites uh but yeah just really really good i'm very glad that you played it and i'm i'm glad that it uh that it, to some degree, was you know a a, a satisfying uh, experience, and that you're looking forward to more. Oh yeah! So I can't freaking wait until until uh, until we tackle Dark Souls three. I can't wait to play through that again. Woo. I'm gonna be throwing lightning bolts all over the place. Lightning bolt! Lightning bolt! Lightning bolt! <laughs> it's gonna be great. Josh, my dude. Yeah. You've been very patient. <laughs> what? It's okay. I have beer. So hey, that's right. a that's a great way to that's a great way to, to while away the time. Uh, what have you been getting up to? Oh my god, uh, fixing everything in my house this week, <laughs> including yeah. the PS5, um, which decided. I mean, oh well, yeah, I know that this is like becoming a run-on joke uh, on this show at this point because I feel like every week we're like, let me tell you about what's dumb on the PlayStation this week. Um, but for some reason, since we got it, we have been unable to see some of our friends like on our friends list. And like, even if we can get an invite to each other, sometimes it doesn't work. So we have certain friends where it does work and we have to do all this work around and stuff to just play games. And it's not like a singular game. Like it happens in every game and it's super frustrating and annoying. Uh, and I've tried everything. This week I tried fixing it. I was like opening. I opened all the port forwards on my router that uh, Sony says to open. Didn't change a damn thing. Uh, just all this weirdness. So that's been a little bit annoying. Um, and I've had to fix the fridge. And then our. I have to also fix our router because it was being weird. And then my hard drive went out, which you knew about. I told you about that. Yeah. Um, so now I have an, I'm rocking a new SSD, which is actually really nice. Windows boots up so fast. I used to dread like turning my computer back on. <laughs> oh it yeah. Take so what long. a night and day difference having a. It is night SSD. and day difference. It used to be like a minute and a half, two minutes. And oh now it's no. Like Ten seconds. Jeez. Beautiful. So I found out. I found out that my old drive, uh, has lasted much longer than it probably should have. Um, and it was only 200 gigs, which I'm like, wow. Uh, but I, but I was thinking back of when I got it and I feel like I got it like seven or eight years ago. So it's pretty old. That's I'm surprised it lasted this long. Uh, but it's okay. Um, in terms of stuff I've been playing, I am still, I'm still on that loop hero grind. Um, and then so good. it is, it's, it's just, you know, it's one of those things. I randomly got back into darkest dungeon again. Cause I'm just like. Yeah, you mentioned incredible. that. And I was like, "Darkest Dungeon." That's a throwback. Yeah, it's a great game. It's it's it's, it's fantastic. Uh, I well, can't remember when I fell off of that game, but I think it was like after like this, like in like the second or third area. I think I fell off of it. I think it started uh, to get like spot. it started to get really difficult. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, when it you started have to get to, really I, really eldritch and like a bunch of like necromantic yeah so, sorcerers. I've, I've I've discovered, and because I made the same mistake, that people, much like in Dark Souls, where it's like, oh, if you're doing bad here, you need to go somewhere else. Because there's, mm. 
when I think of the mistake that I always made and that I think a lot of people make is that when they open that embark screen to do a mission, they don't realize they can click <laughs> all the other nodes on the map and and they're all of varying difficulties. So like you're not meant to stay in the same area forever because or for you know when you just begin because all your characters are not leveled yet and uh hmm. you have to like go to the other nodes and and stuff and it helps to to uh, also read the rewards that said missions will give you <laughs> um but i've been i've been doing that and that's been that's been great um there was another thing oh and I, I realized like the other day um, cause I had also been playing randomly at night. Sometimes I've been playing enter the gungeon on my Xbox and I just realized that like all I've been playing lately are like <laughs> roguelikes. <laughs> and then I, I, I was curious to, to ask you guys like, why, why do you think what, what's with roguelikes and their appeal? Because I feel like I get caught in them too. Yeah. And I don't even know if I can really put my finger on like what I like about them. Maybe it's because they feel like arcade games in some sense with some minor background progression, or maybe it adds some kind of thrill that I don't have in my life because I can't go outside. But like, <laughs> I, I, I have some thoughts. I think that one of the things that makes good roguelikes so good is that they're focused on like that, the thing that, that, uh, that Bungie was talking about with Halo. Um, where they were like, yo, we're just trying to get that loop, like that Mm -hmm. 30-second loop. We're trying to get that to feel really great and really satisfying. And that's one of the reasons why I got into Hades so hardcore is because, like, the gameplay just feels so good. Mm -hmm. And you're not in a room for very long, and then you're on to the next one. You you give... It's... it's, Roguelikes are more about giving you short-term goals and then satisfying them. So you get like that checklist kind of satisfaction where it's like, okay, I'm going into the next room. If I beat the, like in, in, let's just use Hades as as an example. You select a room, it's got the purple darkness crystal on it. You're like, okay, Mm -hmm. if I beat this next room, I get darkness, which means I can permanently power up. Let me spend 30 seconds in this room beating everything down and each of those seconds is broken down into I'm fighting this guy with a shield. I'm fighting this guy who's a blob who like slowly charges. I'm fighting this guy who's like a pile of skulls that will like come out and do that. So there's like all of these little micro decisions and little tiny moments that you have within mm-hmm. this loop. So like within these these larger like kind of 30 second to one minute loops you've got these tinier loops of like let me dash away let me dash forward and do a dash attack on this enemy and then retreat let me throw my cast okay my cast recharged because it's been five seconds let me cast again like i feel like it's about building these systems that in and of themselves like it to me roguelikes are much more about intrinsic rewards than extrinsic ones it's like doing the thing is the satisfaction and so that's why coming back to it feels so good than with these hundred hour jrpgs where like basically the reward is you grind and grind and grind and grind and then the game gives you a treat Mm -hmm. whereas with like these roguelike games it's like no the the game is the treat and the reward for doing well in the game is more game yeah that's that is just 
Mm. exactly i think you hit it all yeah i think it's that it's it's that satisfaction of for me being a a checklisty kind of person of seeing those like progressive rewards that keep getting more and more powerful or whatever and and knowing that you're just a couple runs or a few runs out from that of getting that next thing that will make your runs that much more interesting like um, I mean, I, I'd love to like just hear what some of your guys' favorite roguelikes are, but I think over the past, I don't know, two, three years, um, definitely since the Switch era, I've gotten so into roguelikes, and um, I mean, we can name all the big ones for sure, but um, some of them that have stood out to me have been um, Dead Cells for sure. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fantastic, like really good feeling gameplay. Um, Void Bastards? Did you guys play that one? I did. Oh, I yeah. played it a little, Shit. but I couldn't get into the way it felt. I don't yeah. know. I played it on PC, um, and then I played it on Xbox as well. Um, oh, I think I Pass. only played it on Xbox. But I, yeah, yeah it, it felt kind of... It felt like a, a, a shooter if it was made in the 80s. Like, it was like a yeah. dungeon... It was like one of those old D&D dungeon crawlers on, like, a Commodore or whatever, but it felt like a like a shooter yeah and I, I, I was just like man i'm not feeling this like as much yeah it's it's different it's for sure like i i wouldn't say it's one of the best for sure but i enjoyed i enjoyed a lot about it the art style for sure and like the you know it was it was a pretty minimal story it was a kind of like an ftl like story if you guys played FT, ftl i mean it's it's Another not, I've heard so much about oh, it. I've not, not played I've FTL. Not played oh, that's like, I think the first roguelite I ever played was FTL. And I, I had never experienced that genre before where I'm like, yo, these games go so quickly, but there's this, there's this like sense of progress regardless of if you won the run or not. And I was like, what is this? This is so interesting. And then I started to like discover more and more of these as time went on. And the one that took me so long to come around to was uh, Binding of Isaac. And I I fucking love that game now. That is yeah, just I can't I can't stand it. <laughs> it. It's it's it I totally get if you can't get like get into it. It's a very weird poopy humor like very dark and grimy and weird and just it's a lot going on for sure, but that game when you get a lot of uh, just a lucky run, you feel like a god and it's it's fantastic. Another game that I played recently that has the same like overpowered feel where you it starts to snowball is risk of rain 2 dude i love risk of rain oh 2 i've been playing gosh. that a bunch lately it's so it's, good it's so good me and my friend wow. ran through it in <laughs> a couple of sittings and we got we unlocked every single character uh a lot of them we unlocked in a single run where we beat the game we found secrets we found i've never i've never oh, beat the game but i've unlocked i think half the characters but i always yeah. play the same i always play the bow lady because all the other characters feel bad to me yeah like, i don't they, like they them. all they all feel very different like some yeah. are definitely better than others but man that game is great and i i i feel like i had my time with it and i moved on um but there's always this itch to go back and and see more of it but I think that's what's cool about these games, and with the exception of Hades, none of them really have a story where you're like so invested that you have to see it through. I feel like with these this genre, you can put in your time, whether that's a few hours or 20 hours or whatever, and you feel like regardless of how far you progressed, you feel like you got 
you're satisfied, right? You don't have to you don't have to unlock every single thing. You know, if you're a completionist, you can play until you get that feel and then you move on to the next one. And I love oh, interesting. Yeah, at least for me, like I I never feel like like Dead Cells, I was like, "Oh man, I I want to unlock all this stuff." And I, I just saw how long it would take to get there, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm enjoying the gameplay, but I don't, I don't, I don't need to see all that stuff. I, you know, it's there if I want to, but I, I feel like I've been chasing like this genre from game to game to game to game until like Hades didn't click with me at first either, but finally I pushed through, and I, I was like, this is the first one that there's actually a story that's interesting and meaningful that I do want to see." And that also yeah. was kind of interesting because I'm like, well, now I'm playing this game more for the story than I am for like the game and like the progression and stuff. So, um, yeah, it was definitely equal parts for me. Yeah. Uh, of, of like, of like the writing is so snappy and so yeah. good. The voice acting is so great. And like the combat is like, for me, the combat is like, once you find the weapons that really vibe with you, like yeah. the combat just freaking sings. Like it's I love really it. good. I love it yeah. so much. So, originally i was i was like man i i can't wait till it comes around to me because i only think there are two good roguelikes and there's only one that's really exceptional um and those would have been below and hades and i hades is a 10 for me like just flat out Mm -hmm. and i think that i think that below is great but it has things that i don't like after the update where they made it like more approachable i think it's way better even uh, than it was before. And I really like it. Like, I think as far as atmosphere is concerned, I think below is like way up there in like just games in general. Wow. Like just creating I've never atmosphere. played below. It's really, really good. Okay. Um, put that on my list. It is very, think about how you feel about the way that dark souls and the souls games give you story. Mm. And that's kind of, how below does like gameplay mechanics like it is very inscrutable basically like because there's there's like almost no language in it so it, it's it's actually kind of like hyperlight drifter in a way okay where like you just got to kind of play around with stuff and figure out what it means except there's a crafting system and like you got to figure out how to make different stuff and like what what all that means and all that sort of stuff but uh, I am looking up another, I'm looking up some lists of like mm-hmm. the best roguelikes just to like kind of refresh myself on some stuff. And there's some stuff on there that I definitely would not have thought of. Um, Slay the Spire is a, is yeah. a good one. That one for Slay me hit on every level because I was obsessed with Hearthstone for like five years when it came out. Yeah. And I stopped playing just a couple years back. Um, but that that was immediately just like a match made in heaven. A card yeah, game. I like it card yeah. deck building roguelike and now that's like a whole subgenre is deck building mm-hmm. roguelites and i'm like, like yep monster train phenomenal game um i'm i'm that's isn't that coming to game pass soon it's already there it's been it's been there oh is it yeah i bought it on steam when it was uh a while back but that game's really good i played another one um that dude this feels like a deck building roguelite mixed with mass effect um Hold on, I gotta I gotta get the name because I forgot already. I played it for probably twelve hours and then bounced off. But I was like, "There's multiple storylines to it." Oh, my, I don't know what's going on with my internet right now, dude. I can't. I literally don't know how I'm right, even connected we'll, on this we'll, call. We'll come back. We'll come back to it. <laughs> yeah. But I'll, another one, another one that's really really great is uh, is Into the Breach. Did you guys play that? Yeah, that game freaking rules. That game was very cool. That's the same people who did FTL. 
So if you like that, oh, I urge you to go back to FTL because one, the soundtrack is an absolute banger. And two, yeah. it's in space and space is just the coolest. Um, space it's, is pretty cool. It, it's really, it's really cool. Um, it, it, it's, I won't say anything. It's a great game. Um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and w- so one roguelike that I wouldn't have even thought of as one, but was actually, I think probably the first one that actually vibed with me was Downwell. Yeah, that is, that's like a very like simplified, yeah. um, inter- See, progression that feels system. more like an arcade game to me. Yeah, sure. But still very good too. Um, I was just bad at it. Like, yeah, me too. But like, I still think it's really right fun. off the bat. I was like, oh good. The I'm one, gonna, the one that I never got this. into that I've tried is Spelunky and Spelunky. Spel- I can't get recently. into. I couldn't get into Spelunky. It's, me it's, neither. It's not. I, the platforming is so tight, but it feels so floaty at the same time. Um, yeah, it's really difficult, and 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 I don't dislike it for the difficulty. I just something about it hasn't clicked, and I I bought two thinking that it's gonna click, and it still hasn't. Um, yeah. Although the fact that you can play that co-op is very cool, and I do have a buddy that's very good at the game, and I was running through with him and another friend recently, and it's more enjoyable when you have more, more people because you can kind of branch out and explore a bit. Um, but yeah, I just it it never pulled me in, and that's supposedly one of the best of all time. Yeah, I, I feel I feel I feel the same way about that and Binding of Isaac and. Um, honestly, Dead Cells, like I played that for like 10 hours and I was like, is this going to get more fun? Like everybody else seems to love this game and I just don't. And the Mm -hmm. same for, uh, what was it? Um, Rogue Legacy. Like everybody was like, oh man, this game rocks. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. I beat it twice. The, the, the lineage thing is cool. And like, I think that was really the first game that sort of kicked off this whole like rebirth of, of that genre. Um, and it was it, on Vita, which was like the perfect place for it. Yeah, that's where I played it, um, and it was it was cool, but it 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 didn't click with me then either. And I feel like yeah, I feel like this genre has only become better with time because everyone's kind of taken the best parts of the previous games that have worked and yeah. and incorporated some sort of a new system into it that makes it you know unique in its own right because it is becoming a crowded space very quickly. Um, there's yeah. a game that came to Game Pass recently called West of Loathing that is uh, really cool. It's a cover-based shooter roguelike with a right, Western well, I'm going to go theme. download that like immediately. Dude, I, and I played it for a night and like... <laughs> Wait, I, isn't that like the stick figure game? No, sorry. Yes, it's West of Dead. Oh. Okay. Not, sorry, yes. Yeah. West of Loathing West of is Loathing. This, That's a stick figure I was RPG. about to download the complete wrong game and be like, that dude's You're like, this mind. sucks. Uh, it's <laughs> it's West of Dead. I'm sorry. It's like a red and black font. Um, but Although you should definitely also play West of Loathing. I've never played that, dude. Dude, it's and so I've heard good. It's so it's funny. Weird. It's very weird, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still scrolling through my Steam list to find this game because this game... <laughs> I just need to go back and like play it again, but it's like it feels much more of a commitment because it's heavy on the story. Um, mm. Oh my gosh, I'm 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 in the S's right now, and I feel like I'm getting close, <laughs> or I'm not, or I'm just fully not. By the end game. of the episode, we'll have the we'll name know of that game. What this game is called? Um. Anyway, whatever. I give up on this. Here we go. We're scrolling through the indies. Well, you can't give up here. now. You no, have I'm to not, find I'm not it. giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. 
Um, Should we move on to the next topic and you can just blurt it out know, whenever you find it? Yeah, but but before we do that, there is one one that I really thought was going to be better, uh, and it, just and it just didn't. And it didn't. Yeah, I am. You know, I am. And it didn't click with me. It was Moonlighter. I wanted to love the hell out of oh Moonlighter. Oh my god! And, and I totally the, forgot about that one. That was thing, amazing. Yeah, the thing that I wanted that I really wanted to be better was the shop aspect of it. it was so minimal. You could game the system so quickly and and over overcharge all those those little patrons and it's like well mm. what's the fun in this like they're they're so dumb you, they either think it's too high too low or just right and you find the right thing real quick and you're good but I also didn't get past the first area so I'm, I I you know I think I put oh like, yeah I definitely yeah I beat that whole game and went into the DLC <laughs> like, oh wow it's very, okay it's so really it's good. it's worth playing then is what you're saying dude I I freaking love it man Damn. I love it. That's one of those games that like I bounced off of at first and then I went back and I'm like, you know what? This game, this game Maybe. rules. And then it was basically Maybe. all I could play. Josh remembers probably yeah. when I, I was like, see, no, it just I'm never, just it never clicked. And I was like, I wanted to love it so badly. And it was like, I, I've there's a, I'll say there's one game that I wanted to love more than anything on switch for an indie that just never hit. And it was owl boy. And that was just the biggest yeah. disappointment in my life. I was like, yep. this is going to be was the waiting second for that one coming for a long of Christ. Time. Me too. Yep. And it was just so average. Every time like a Super Nintendo someone game. thinks something's going to be the second coming of Christ, it never is. That's true. That's so, true. That's is, true. Uh, the it's, the, it's the trick is just don't be excited about literally anything, and then you can never, and never then you have those all that no expectations in life, and you'll yeah. be good. <laughs> yeah. As I've gotten older, I've gotten, I don't get excited about games and stuff until it's like right up against it like if it's if it's coming out and i'm and i'm you know it's something i want to play it'll be like 12 to 24 hours before it's coming out is when i'm finally like oh man yeah Yeah. you know i think i'm the same now especially in a day and age where delays just happen more frequently it's like yeah don't don't get get hyped up up. and you won't get disappointed because dude i'll tell you the last time i got hyped up about something metroid prime 4 yeah yeah here we are the years Nobody ago, knows, we dude. saw that logo. They restarted the game twice. Who knows what's even happening? Yeah, am I excited about Breath of the Wild 2? No, but I'm definitely going to play it when it comes out, for sure. Same, dude. <laughs> I'm not excited but yet. I, but I can't, yeah, but I can't, I I can't get excited. I need, to, I, need to, I need to see Dehydrated Ganon, you know? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember Dehydrated Ganon. I, I, I <laughs> forgot, like, all about that <laughs> trailer. Yeah. Or the, fact, so or the fact that Brandon Hunt and I, and I think you actually, was it you? Made like, we're like, yeah, we're, we're in a meme band called Dehydrated Ganon. It's a metal band. That was you, me, and uh, Adam Miller. Oh, that's Bun- right. That's Bungie right, that's Boy, right. Adam Miller. Yeah. I thought it was B-Hunt. Oh, well. It's been a while since Adam and I have talked. Yeah, I just, uh, we played the Outriders demo like last weekend and then we played some gears five horde mode randomly hey which fun. nice yeah, runs real well on the series x tell you what yeah speaking of freaking xbox it was a big showcase today and there was some cool looking games and a lot of them are coming to game pass that i'm really excited about yeah 20 of them yeah 20 did you, uh, did you guys see anything that really stood out to you i had a couple that that stood uh, out to me i didn't get to watch the whole thing but yeah. Um, in the little I did watch, I didn't see much, but at the same time, it's Game Pass, so yeah, 
We can just can dip in freely. When it's mm-hmm. there, I can look and be like, give it a go. I have a bunch of indie yeah. stuff on my console right now that I need to just boot up and try. See if it's... Yeah. yeah see I if I want to keep it to, around. Uh, what was that Yacht Club game I was talking about? The Ninja game? Cyber Ninja? Cyber Ninja. Cyber Shadow. I'm, like, yeah, yeah, Cyber I'm Shadow. on stage like three of that, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I need to. I need to. I need to get back to that. Yeah, some of the ones that were that were uh, either announced today or shown off today, I hadn't heard of almost anything um, that was going on. But like the new Drinkbox game, Nobody Saves the World, looks kind of interesting. Yeah, um, Death Store by Acid Nerves looks like really really fun. Um, it's like Tunic, but you're in you're a crow instead of a little fox boy. Which, by the way, when the heck is Tunic coming out? Come on. Games and I literally played that in 2018 at the at the Xbox event at the Xbox uh, ID at X, or was it ID at Xbox? Yeah, it was it was thrown it was a party thrown by ID at Xbox people. That was the first place that I played Blow actually. It was before right before PAX West. Um, Narita Boy looks really good. Um, obviously, 12 minutes looks interesting. Like that's that's yeah. something that we've known about for a while. Like I'm excited about that. Uh, she dreams elsewhere and little witch in oh, the woods look good. I played that at uh, PAX last year. She dreams Which elsewhere. One? She dreams elsewhere. Yeah, looks Very so cool. cool, right? Dude, it's got it's got obviously like right off the jump, Earthbound and Undertale vibes. But like, there's also some Persona Five and like Persona, uh, like references in there in the battles, um, and some inspiration. And the the creator of that uh, Davion Gooden is a cool dude. And uh, y'all should support the hell out of him because he's uh, making this on his own. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a couple other things. I, I missed the actual presentations, but like in like the, the mashup trailer that was just showing off gameplay, I thought that uh, that Little Witch in the Woods and Art of Rally and Undungeon and Sable looked interesting. Um, I didn't get to see. I, I'm going to go back and like watch the trailers and stuff. But like the other stuff was like, I mean, I like drink box. I'm going to play mm-hmm. what they're making. Um, and also I think nobody saves the world is going to be on game pass as well. I know Narita boy is going to be on game pass. I think death store might be on game pass. Like a bunch of these games that I was interested we, in are just like, yo, we're, a on, list. we're on game pass on day one, all that sort of stuff. So, uh, it's going to be art of the rally, uh, Astria ascending. Uh, yeah, back. that's that. Like, that's that like vanillaware looking, uh, jrpg thing sure asterisk i, I didn't see Square. a lot of these so yeah i just I found names, out the, so I I found like, out okay. the game guys oh here we go we got them it's Griftlands, and i know Griftlands. you ha- oh yeah you know I've, about it yeah because it's I, yeah. been out for yeah um, yeah it was out i think it PC came like out a couple years ago it's supposed to be it's been in, yeah it's, it was an early access until uh early this year or late last year late last year i want to say or maybe yeah, like that, that sounds right to me. Dude, it's been a while, but yeah, that game was was real good. Um, and I, I played through like the first storyline, and there's like two other characters. Really good writing. It's like a card based battling turn based system. Uh, so like deck building and stuff, and then obviously it's roguelike. So the story itself is procedurally generated, which is so cool to me that they can That's fit weird. it all together. And it's it, it's like magic. It feels like a handcrafted story. Hmm. Wild check it out that's cool that sounds yeah. impossible but I'll have it to. dude it's it's yeah. surprisingly good like it's you're not gonna get this insanely deep character Shockingly development competent but how, raves how, matt adler yeah how many times though if you play it through do you start to see the pattern you know what i mean yeah i mean i definitely recognized certain things but a lot of stuff is decision based so it's like 
hey, you meet this person, you want to do this or this. So, like, on one playthrough, I did this, and on the next one, I did that. So, like, I got different story beats. Um, and, you know, the combinations of how many different paths you take in one story, you could have a pretty wildly different story the next run uh, or the next couple runs. But after that, you jump to a different character that has their own story with different characters. And then, you know, there's three of them. They're going to continue adding, supposedly. So, um, you know, it, again, it's not going to be... Uh, I, I compare it to Mass Effect because it has a lot of the same vibes and like it's in space and there's a lot of aliens and uh, weird characters that you're meeting and stuff. And uh, and it is very conversation focused. Um, but what's cool is it has a, like a battling system where you're battling with cards, like physical attacks and stuff. And then there's another system where you're like arguing with people. So you have like an argument battle and you're like throwing the different cards down to like counter their arguments and stuff. So it's, huh. it's, it's unique. You, you, you can basically take the, diplomatic approach to things where you're going to try and talk it out but it still comes out in like a turn-based battle system or you can do a physical fight so there's a lot of cool systems at play um i i just played it um at a time where i think it was the end of last year where a bunch of stuff was coming out and so i bounced off of it but i really want to go back and uh and check the rest of it out because it's it's some of the coolest animation too because it's like all hand-drawn like cartoon stuff that's cool yeah Highly recommend it. Let me go back to this list because we literally got through two. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, We got Backbone, Boyfriend Dungeon, which is that. Oh, I can't wait for that. With all of the like hot dudes with the abs, but they're also (laughs) weapons. Yeah, Yeah, dude. Um, I played that at PAX last year. It was awesome. That to me seems like a really horny version of Disgaea's item dungeons. (laughs) Like maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Craftopia. Dead Static Drive. Sure. Uh, Edge of Eternity. Hello Neighbor 2. Library of Ruina. Ruina. Okay. Little Witch in the Woods. Moonglow Bay. Narita Boy. Nobody Saves the World. Omno. Recompile. Sable. Uh, she Dreams Elsewhere. Stalker 2. Heck yeah. Uh, the Ascent. Undungeon, okay. Yeah. Way oh, to yeah. the Woods and Wild at Heart. Okay, so literally all but two of the games that I thought were really interesting are going to be on Game Pass. That's awesome. Game Pass, Sweet, man. Dude. Game Pass it's, is oh man, freaking amazing. It's awesome. At Can't this point, I'm like better. never going to get rid of my subscription because I've had it this long, and yeah. now that I actually have a Series X and I'm using it regularly, it's like a godsend. It's freaking great, man. I'm I'm on the cusp now because obviously I've been using my PC now for the past couple years and like that basically is my Series X but I I still like to play on the couch and I haven't quite gotten my couch set up with my PC working quite right so now I'm like in this space where I'm like do I want to get a Series X because now I kind of want to get a Series X pretty great it's so good dude it's so good yeah because I literally bought an Xbox One S two years ago when I bought my like specifically for game pass i've never bought a game on xbox i've just had my xbox as a game pass machine and it only gets better and better but now i'm like well shit we're getting to this point where all the games that are gonna be coming out the xbox first party stuff is gonna be like way more demanding yeah now my 1s is gonna be a piece of shit you know but 
not only that, but it's like tons of third party stuff is now coming out. Yeah. That, like Outriders is literally day one on yes, Game Pass. Yes, exactly. And, I'm and like, I was like, that's I'm... incredible because like yes. it's a game that I play and I'm like, this is a solid seven, right? Yeah. Like, but it's also really fun to play. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't want to spend sixty dollars. And they're like, well, you could play it on your Xbox, you know, day one for free. And I'm like, oh my god, thank you. Got you. Me. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that's my predicament, too, is my my buddies that are going to jump in because I'm like, hey, Xbox friends, do you guys want to play this with me? And they're like, hell yeah, but they both have Series Xs. And now I'm like, well, shit, yep. I'm playing on a really bad console for this, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so now I'm going to okay. get, get a Series X. Join us. I mean, join us. <sighs> I talked uh, to one of my friends uh, into, and he was like, tell me when they go on sale again. And I told yeah. him. Because they so more went on sale on Thursday or yesterday, because it's Friday right now. Uh, and I told him, but I don't know if he ended up buying one. I haven't had a chance yeah. to ask him. But, yeah, uh, but there, yeah, it's it's all those little nagging. Like the, the the fascinating thing is like out of the gate, like they're like, oh yeah, buy volume, buy 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 cash. The PS Five is the fastest selling console of all time <laughs> in America. And it's like, yeah, but like, have you looked at the store? Like, have you the looked store at the is UI? Terrible. Have you looked at like all this others? Like, once you get over the fact that like Miles Morales is good and Demon Souls is good, like, there's not a lot, and there's a lot of weird stuff. Like, Sony's getting sued over the controller, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I feel like every Wi-Fi game company gets sued not... over the controller at some point. Like Valve got sued over their controller recently. Microsoft too. hasn't. I bet they have at some <laughs> point. But like you get like there's like there's oh, always the, like oh the little knob the, switch on the you know this the part of the switch. chip is like proprietary <laughs> to this company, and then they're like, well, fuck, now we have to pay like a hundred thousand dollars. What I'm getting at is like is like is like after we get over the initial sizzle of the PS5, like like we're having these really weird Wi-Fi issues. Yes, uh, you know, like there's the the looking at trophies on that system sucks. Oh, it sucks. Like not being able to customize, not being able to hold. Like there's a lot of options and mm-hmm. a lot of like quality of life updates that the PS5 UI desperately needs mm-hmm. and i have almost no faith or or expectation that they're gonna get fixed uh, anytime soon at least i think yeah. we'll get i think they're gonna get folders back and a lot but a lot of what people don't realize is but, like, when the we PS4, lost folders bro like, i know but when the ps4 launched it didn't have those things either and they built up to that but it's weird that they just scrapped it and started over with a new ui and didn't yep. keep the obvious things that worked like folders yep. Um, or like well, being able also, to hold it's the like PS they, button to shut uh, off your stupid thing. It's like yeah. a whole other operating system also that's yeah. not as good. I think that Microsoft took the best like the best route. Yeah, like yeah, it's kind of like we've talked about, it's kind of boring when you boot it up and it's like, oh, it's the same. Oh, it's literally the same thing. It's the same yeah. thing. But then it's like, yeah. oh, it's the same thing. Because then I'm like downloading all my games and stuff and they just work and they mm-hmm. work better than they did before. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like Microsoft took the Apple approach. Just it works, right? Everything just yep. out of the box. It works. There's no, whereas Sony, you're like, 
how, how do I transfer my shit over? Do I like what? Yeah, I gotta transfer my. How saves do I get my cloud my saves? Why does this cloud save that video? not work? Oh my god! Did you see the video that Xbox put out where they no. they used the PS4 game sharing video with Shuhei on there, and they just pasted Xbox's face like the Xbox logo over their faces, and it's like this is how you upgrade to the next gen version on Xbox. <laughs> you just you you just put the game in your Xbox or you just download it on your Xbox and it works. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Like it's, and the, the, the more yeah. that we go on, it's like the PS5 is like giving me all these little paper cuts. Mm-hmm. And and Microsoft is like, hey, we're not gonna give you paper cuts if you come hang out with us. And we I'm have like game pass. I'm gonna go over to the people that are not abusing me emotionally. Yeah. That's yeah, it's gotten fair. to the point now where like I'm scrolling through the Xbox store and I haven't really bought anything, which I mean, Microsoft doesn't care. I've been a Game Pass customer for like a year and a half or two years yeah. at this point. But like um, <laughs> looking around, I'm seeing all like the and if you go to the section of the store, that's like, here's all the stuff coming out like in the next, you know, three months or whatever. And I see things yeah. like uh, Scarlet Nexus and I'm like, you know, normally because I am a little excited about that game, but I, I don't know why. Excited. I don't know why I'm excited. It just looks very actiony and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I like action games. That looks that looks cool. I like anime for to an extent. You know, it's got a cool name. Yeah, it's got a yeah decently cool name. You know, it looks like it's running at like 60 frames per second. And get behind that, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, normally that's something that I would immediately think like, oh, I'm gonna buy that on my PlayStation. But I'm like, maybe I'm gonna buy this on my Xbox. Like I. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm starting to get to that point now too, where I'm like, oh, maybe just I will just it's, buy. It's a more seamless experience. The everything just yeah. works. Mm-hmm. You got more space on your hard drive. Like you do have more space. You know. Although I filled all my space on like day one because <laughs> I downloaded like thirty games. Uh, I've and deleted Master Chief a collection few is like a, is like a lot. Well, a lot of it was like I downloaded the 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 main things I want, like Master Chief Collection, which I play regularly. Yeah, uh, and then. I was like, I want gears on here when I went for when I go back to it, and I want yeah. you know it's a couple staple things, and then it's like, all right, well, what, what do I want? Like, what sounds even remotely interesting? And I literally just scrolled through the whole uh, yeah. Game Pass selection and just downloaded like <laughs> a, a million lot. things, you know? Yeah, um, which is great. Yeah, yeah. I don't even really remember good. what we were talking about. Oh yeah, these these indie games. Yeah, I have to look at. Yeah, there are I'll lots have to of go back ones. and look at like a sizzle reel or something of I need to go back and like yeah these. watch watch the trailer or something from it because I missed the event I was working it's very it's a very long event and they spend a lot of time talking to the developers and not necessarily just showing things yeah, yeah. so I'm probably gonna try to go and find gameplay for these different games yeah and just watch like the little gameplay snippets or whatever that's, that's what I need I need the condensed version yeah, because it was I think it was like four and a half hours or something That's like that. That's ridiculous. For the, for the whole Holy thing. Yeah. Shit. A wow. lot of people were like were like uh were like, yo, they should have they should have chopped this up into like four events. We we and were yeah. we were working it and I thought like, oh, this will be like thirty minutes. And then about forty five minutes in, someone in our in our work chat mentioned that it was a couple hours and I was like, No way. Like, are you serious? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh boy. Yeah, that's a little I feel like Microsoft hasn't quite figured out 
the like direct thing that Sony yeah. like I feel like figured out immediately because they were literally just like let's just carbon copy the Nintendo Direct except we won't have the president of the company just like awkwardly <laughs> talking at the camera right yeah and we won't do little skits where the different uh, executives are dressed up as animals or like <laughs> yeah. anime like fighting an anime style yeah like that sort of thing sure I I understand it's Nintendo they're they're like at their core like a toy company and they're having fun yeah. right so i can appreciate sure. that they're doing that but i also but just kind of like sony's like anymore sony's like in and out 15 minutes just we're gonna shotgun all these trailers like down your throat in 15 minutes real quick and then we're gone yeah. like we're out of here um so that's something they could work on but cool. yeah you should get a series you should get a series x they're pretty awesome i i i they have are. immediate i like after day one of using it i pretty much that is like the default thing now. It's the media box. It's the thing I play games on now in my living room. I got a play and charge kit. Nice this week because I didn't want to. Yeah, those I are great. I yeah. didn't want to hassle with the batteries and stuff. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, this thing's awesome. I only have one complaint, and I find it really annoying. But I'm also just like, you know, I'm I'm in content production and stuff, so these kind of things annoy me. And I can't use any microphone or headset that I want on the on the Xbox. You can only use ones that have been like pre-approved. Yeah. In the I operating system. I don't know why system. that is. I, I so don't know weird. either. It's dumb because I tried to plug in. We have a Yeti mic in our living room for when we play games on this, you know, on the couch together, me and my wife with our friends. And so we don't have like an echo. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I went to plug it in. And it just doesn't even register. It's like no, nope. so like I had to use a headset, uh, like a like a plug-in mm-hmm. um, audio jack headset. And I'm like, yeah, that's dumb. Like that's the first, the first with, thing with, with how this. much they've done with like accessibility controllers and stuff. Like you would think that that wouldn't be too far May, off. Maybe it's yeah. on the chopping block because I mean, this week they announced that they were getting rid of the. Um, xbox live requirement for like free to play and stuff yeah that's in the new patch which is great it's a great move that should have been the case already but yeah nonetheless i'm glad to see that they're in line with everybody else i have a feeling it won't work for certain like because if you think about it uh like let's say you buy a physical copy of elder scrolls online i bet you they won't let you play that because it's an actual like a disc um, well it's a it's a it's a it's a premium game it's not a free-to-play game it doesn't have a subscription fee but it's not a free-to-play game right mm, so that one might be might not work but like something like fantasy star online 2 you imagine mm-hmm. that's that's totally 100 percent free to play you can just get an xbox and download that or like Fortnite, right mm-hmm. but uh yeah so that gets people buying that gets people buying consoles if they don't want it like if, if parents just want like a set it forget it option like if yo if you just want to play this free-to-play game with your friends if you just want to play Fortnite and you just want a box to play Fortnite on that you can't do a bunch of crazy stuff like you can on pc or whatever mm-hmm. then like, yeah there it is you know or whatever and then that gets you in the door with that but like it is really interesting that they are really incentivizing adopting their premium like game pass ultimate subscription service and then also making it easier for people who literally don't want to pay any money at all like, I yeah. think that's good. Like, they're, they're, they're really, they're betting on all sides of the spectrum. Like, mm-hmm. if you want the freaking fire hose of here's all these amazing games, whether it's, you know, EA Play or Game Pass or, 
all that sort of stuff. Like here it is. We're going to make it really easy to get in the door, you know, either free or, you know, $1 for whatever. And then on the other end, it's like, yo, but if you're just here to be casual and chill and play these free to play games, yeah, or whatever, you can do that too. So, mm-hmm. but that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, but yes, uh, let me use my freaking USB mics. That's my only complaint. Everything else is fantastic. And I'm sure that I'm like in a minority, you know? Uh, yeah. But. I mean, I, I'm for like, yeah. let, let let me plug in keyboards. Let me plug in mics. Like, also, let me just do whatever. So Also, I can't say enough. Like, my friends and I, for the longest time, have been annoyed. We're like, man, I really wish that, like, Sony and Microsoft would integrate Discord into their consoles. I know they won't <laughs> because it would be really difficult to, like, mo- like, monitor all that stuff and work with it. And I understand, like, the security concerns with that. And then what happens this week? We hear yep. rumors that Microsoft might buy Discord. And I'm like, please, for the love of God, that would yeah. be... That'd be a huge fucking kid. incredible. I would love that so much because then it would just get in integrated into Xbox into the Xbox, and I'm mm. like, that would be like just the perfect world. And Can't Discord is stress. so convenient. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoilers: We're using it right now. Whoa. But yeah, it's we're it's really great. <laughs> I use it for work. I use mm-hmm. it for play. It's awesome. I love mm-hmm. it. It's such a great customizable, expandable kind of it is what you want it to be platform Mm -hmm. and having native access to it on Xbox would be freaking awesome. Yeah. Where I could just be like, Oh, I want to hop into like the server with my, all of my, you know, IRL BFFs and just hang out in the chat. And it's like, Oh, somebody might be, we might be playing the same thing, but somebody might be on their phone and another person might be on their PC doing another thing. Yeah, like we can all hang out. That's 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 the dream without having to be like, let me set up the laptop and like, yeah, yeah. Well, dude, even from like the the game developer side, like the people making the games, like, hey, I'm playing X game, right? Uh, Here's a link to join our Discord community. Boom, and you're right in there on your Xbox, and you're chatting with people about the game that you're excited about playing or whatever. You know, like having all that is cool too. Being able to like watch your friends stream their gameplay, like I do that all the time with my friends. Like we have our We've little done server. That. Yeah, yeah. So you just you know if you're yeah. not you're, maybe you don't have the ability to play something right at that point, but I still want to watch one of my friends play. Boom, someone yeah. pops it on. Like yeah, I think I, I'm almost certain that's going to go through. Um, I think Phil Spencer said like that's next month. As long as nothing gets held up, it will go through. Um, so that would actually say that out loud. Yeah. With, uh, another, like a follow-up to the Bloomberg thing. He, um, spoke with, I don't remember the, the outlet, but it's another big, like businessy outlet like Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, it might've been like wall street journal or something. They're like, yeah, we spoke Phil, Phil Spencer said, and I don't know the exact quote, but he said, barring any like issues, this deal should close next month. So like they're 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 oh we're in exclusive talks with Discord was like how we started it so like I'm pretty sure they're they're moving things along that could yeah. be cool and and interesting because Discord itself has a storefront well they mm-hmm. used to or did they did they get rid of that they yeah. got rid of they got rid of it um, they still have Nitro mm-hmm. which is which I actually subscribe to um, which just gives you like you get to like boost one of your servers or boost another server and they get access to like higher quality audio. And then you can use your, like any server you're on, like you can take their emojis to other servers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those, it's like 
cheap, but I'm like, I use this thing enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll pay yeah. for it, right? Send like bigger I'll, files. Um, yeah, you, you can send you way some, bigger files. Yeah, there's like no, like I tried to send like a, a, basically like a short video to Brian and it was like, nope. And I was like, come on, dude. Yeah, um, it, like yeah. One of, me and another of my friends have it and we, on our server that we run with all of our, you know, uh, real life friends and stuff like we we take advantage of like all those features mm-hmm. we have we can upload like 10 megabyte <laughs> images yeah. you know sometimes that, your screen grabs those. are big people you need right, uh, dude. need nitro but yeah they five, got rid of the screen. game front the game store front thing on there oh interesting but, yeah, I mean that, that's 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 very interesting but, but if I, they I do buy like... that think about that they could throw nitro in to Dude, your, they, yeah. they could bundle yeah. that as, as into your part, game as one pass. of your bonuses yeah it's yeah. in there right now for you get three months of well, nitro with game pass like as one of the perks no i think i think it was uh i think it was if you sign up wasn't it you sign up for nitro like they occasionally would send you they would occasionally send you codes but it was like if you're a first timer it wasn't like oh you can add this on to your Go check it out, dude. I just got I just got done with my three months, and I've been a Game Pass sub for well, two years now. Um, I have well, uh, I have Game I Pass going in, after this. until yeah. until June of twenty twenty three right now because of Hell Xbox yeah. All Access. So yes, not really concerned dude. with that. But yeah. um, I know that the one time I tried to get it, it yeah. was like it was like you've been a, you like you've literally been a, a, a customer for a year like f off like they yeah. they were trying to get new people in so i ended up getting the code and then sending it to a friend of mine oh, who nice. i think she ended up keeping it i don't think she ever got rid of it but nice um mm. yeah that i feel like that's one section of game pass that like doesn't get enough hype is like they have all those perks like i got postmates at the end of last year for like 3 months uh just straight up postmates unlimited I, um a whole bunch of shit I actually didn't realize that the 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 Microsoft Rewards thing. I just stumbled across that. Like it's amazing. Two oh, days yeah. ago, it's like a whole nother. And thing. I realized <laughs> that I had all these points from yeah. just like playing Halo and shit. Like yeah, um, for like two years. And I was like, what can I get? And it was like, do you want a ten dollar uh, Xbox Live gift card like in your wallet? I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. So I put it in there, <laughs> but I haven't spent it. I'm just keeping it for when I actually want to buy something. But I was like, yeah, yeah that. That's awesome. Dude, I didn't even I know I could do this. To play. Yeah, I used uh, I one of the things that you get points for is using Bing with your account on. Oh god. And people I've Dude, I use Bing at work for constantly. <laughs> I've made a lot of money and like bought straight up bought full games because my wife and I were using <laughs> uh, we're using like Bing to look stuff up and then we just redeemed that for like Xbox game credit brilliant dude you know people make fun of bing but like it's good bing's image search is way better (laughs) than google's like way better did you see that thing where people did the and this is the last thing before we wrap up yeah we need to wrap up (laughs) um did you see that thing they did like that coke versus pepsi blind search engine kind of taste test thing with bing and google and they're they were like okay so here's type in like here's a search thing uh, here's like screenshots of like the page that comes up afterwards. Which thing do you think is more informative, more easy to use? And like basically everybody picked Bing. Wow. It's funny like, because it looks almost the same. It like, parses information differently. So it actually, I'm going to look, I have, I have Bing open them. and I searched, I searched for Halo and now I'm going to search for Halo on Google. 
And like, it's uh, really interesting when you look at it. It does look like, different. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I prefer it. I actually you know, prefer Google image search for. Yeah, it's like almost the stuff, same but. information, but like not quite. And maybe Halo is a bad one to search because it's a Microsoft property. So obviously it's going to have like all this <laughs> metadata and shit. What's something I can search for on Bing that's like super random? I'm just going to search Goonies. for like. What'd you say? I said the Goonies. Goonies. Let's do it. I'm going to type in Goonies <laughs> on both of these. Yeah, do, you know what? I'm with you. I think the layout of Bing is like 10 times better. Like it immediately is like, all right, the Goonies, obviously. It's they're like left side. It's a fucking movie. Here's how long it is. Here's the IMDb, the Metacritic, the thing. And then they're like, here's where you can watch it. And they list it all with the prices. They got trailers yeah. and everything's like all clean just, and nice. It just yeah. puts the information in front of you without having to go anywhere. Like It's just yeah, I like it. Bing boys. Bing boys. I'm, I'm, I'm say, I started using it at, like for work for image searches, and realized just like man, this is like a million times like just the way you can filter stuff is a million times better than Google Images. And I had, I had seen a bunch of people on Reddit too being like, oh, Bing image search is like way better. And then yeah, now I'm, I'm a believer now. Which one's fun to say is is the real thing? Oh, Bing, I'm a Bing, sure. I'm a Bing lever. Yeah. Oh my god. Bada Bing, bada boom. <laughs> the truth is, I use something like DuckDuckGo, except that it kind of sucks. Like yeah. the thing, like it does not spit out a lot of the things that you want it to spit out. No. Uh, and uh, I don't know that I want to delve too deeply into what that means. Like but, uh, you know when you would like if you were to go on Google and just search for something like Goonies, right? You you're gonna get what you get on Bing or Google or, or I don't even know if Yahoo still does search, but you're going to get like where to rent it. Here's the trailer. Here's info about it. But like on DuckDuckGo, you're probably going to get just like a bunch of URLs where it's like, well, here's where you can buy the DVD copy on Amazon. <laughs> and then here's some like some <laughs> random dude's Tumblr blog that he updated twice. That was all about the Goonies. You know, it's like it's like stuff you don't really want. You know, it's 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 not nice. as good. <laughs> yeah that is good well that's that's where we're gonna end that so uh thank you all for joining us for episode 171 of the platformers uh if you have thoughts on what we said in this or a previous episode or you want to recommend topics of discussion you can hit us up on twitter you can find the show at platformers pod you can find me at ribnax r-i-b-n-a-x josh where can everybody find you <clears throat> Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I don't tweet as much these days, but you can find me at the Jawa Josh. And if you'd like to see all the cool video essay stuff that I do, uh, then you can go to youtube.com slash brain tap. The Ed Wood video went up two. Uh, and if you would like to see that, it's called Ed Wood Sincerity and Mediocrity. Uh, good name. And that was uh, a fun one to make. Um, the next one I actually need to talk to Brian about because it's kill a kill related and it's probably going to be oh. that it's going to be similar to the a the Evangelion video we did probably. So we have to go figure that out at some point. That's it. That's all I got. Matt, where can everybody find you? <laughs> you can find me online on uh, anywhere online, probably uh, on Twitter at Matthew Adler. Um, also stream on Twitch at Matthew Adler. Cool. Nice. 
Okay, well, uh, please give us a review on your podcast platform of choice. I know a lot of you listen on Apple Podcasts, and that's as good a place as any. Um, so thanks. Yeah, Matt, thanks for coming on the show again. Thank you. Always, always fun. Always a pleasure. A two-timer now. Uh, yeah. And uh, we'll have to have you on in the future again because it's always, it's always uh, very nice to talk to you. So, uh, From everybody here at The Platformers, we hope that you have a wonderful week and stay safe out there because until next time, we are out. Did we lose him? Yeah. I was watching your face continue to move and his stopped and I was like, is it my internet? <laughs> so much editing I'm going to have to do this stupid episode. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>